0: here's the thing. Ultimately, at the end of the day, you're going to have to make an investment no matter what. You're going to have to make the investment. If you're not getting the results from your doctor and years and years, I have so many clients that come to me and it's 15, 20, 30 plus years of them still feeling like shit and things are getting worse and worse and worse. You can't just keep relying on your doctor because you have coverage.
1: You are now listening to The Oliver Manolese Show. You are now listening to The Oliver Manolese Show. I am your host, Oliver Manolese, and I'm honored to have you join us. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you'll notice that I typically only bring guests on the show if I admire them. I got to feel like being in proximity with them makes me a better version of me. And if you've been following along on my Instagram, which I hope you are, just follow me at Oliver Manelis. You may have seen a story where I shared that in the month of October, I tallied it all up and I learned that I spent over 24 hours that month with people one-on-one for two to four hours at a time with each of them. And some might say that that it's not productive time, but to me... These people are individuals who I see as mentors. They're people I look up to, people who I feel like I can learn something from them or they can learn something from me. I can find a way to support them in in the projects that they have going on. Some of them are past clients. Some of them are friends and uh, some other ones are actually just new relationships I'm committed to deepening. And I find that spending long periods of time with people and being in close relationships Proximity with the right people just helps lifts us up. Uh, on the way home today, uh, me and my fiance Janet uh, were just on the way home, and she was bringing up how disconnected we actually really are, even though we have these so-called online communities and social media and it feels like we're in touch but you know the the whole the human aspect of our connection i think it's something that we have to really look at for ourselves and see if if this is something that if it's what we value um to find ways to really incorporate it because i do feel that uh, our connections our relationships our sense of community is part of what helps us feel so much more alive and feel like we're part of something, feel like we have something to, to contribute to and feel like, you know, there are people, there's a tribe there that that has our back. So I think that, you know, when we spend time with people like this, we can see ourselves, see people and see the world just a little bit differently. And to me, that really opens the door to new possibilities. It opens us up to our growth edge. So that said, on the show today is someone I actually love to spend time with. Our conversations always leave me energized, feeling abundant, feeling focused, and oftentimes very well satiated because she's usually serving up a delicious, epically nutrient-rich recipe. She's testing for a new book or a program or just something she wants to share with her audience every time uh, we come over, me and Janet come over to our house, we get to try something new. So today, I'm really excited to have with us the author of her first published book, The 30-Day Hormone Solution. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Samantha Gladish on the show. If you don't know Sam, she is a straight-up badass in the health and wellness space. She is a weight loss coach, women's hormone coach, business coach, and she's an owner and creator of HolisticWellness.ca, a top-rated resource for making positive diet and lifestyle changes for your overall health and well-being. There you can find amazing detoxes, recipes, tips, and tricks, and you can also learn more about her one-on-one coaching programs there as well. Sam is also the host of Healthy Hormones for Women podcast, where she teaches guides and shares stories that are inspiring and have a ton of actionable insights, Uh, a show where actually I had the honor of being a guest on recently. Sam has been one of my best friends for years now, and I've literally had the pleasure of seeing her unlock her gifts, her talents, and help countless people heal and feel alive again. My fiance, Janet, and I have learned a ton from her over the years with her programs, her recipes, her lifestyle choices, and we are so, so grateful for her being in our lives and the role that she plays in our lives. On the show today, we talk about how she got started on her health and wellness journey. And uh, funny enough, it actually started working at a bar. Uh, We talk about the importance of having a support team of different experts and professionals and how she prioritizes investing in her health and how fundamental it is for us to get clear on what our priorities are. Sam shares her journey with Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune disease. And uh, it's a huge, huge part of her story and something that really drives her to do what she does. And uh, she talks about how she uh, navigated this process. And I think there's something we can all learn from that experience. She talks about how a vast majority of her clients have hyperthyroidism, uh, the role doTERRA essential oils have played in her life recently. This is something that both uh sam and janet are literally on fire with and we we totally totally love these oils uh we use them um for so many different reasons i'm so excited to share that part with you guys she talks about the process of writing her first book, which is available now for pre-order. It's called The 30 Day Hormone Solution by Samantha Gladys. You can find it all over the place. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it on her website, holisticwellness.ca slash hormone solution book. And I'll make sure to put links uh, for, uh, for this episode in the description. We also touch on her experience and evolution um, in terms of marketing, business, sales, entrepreneurship, and and how that's unfolding in her process and how she is empowering uh, so many other individuals with her expertise in these areas. This episode with Sam is bound to empower, inspire, and open you up to new possibilities in your health and wellness. Without further ado, I present to you my interview with the powerful Samantha gladish thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the oliver Manely show it's my pleasure to be here with you all with my amazing friend samantha gladish thank you so much for coming on to the show
0: thanks for having me for having me back
1: oh yeah you are one of the first episodes i can't remember if it's episode three or episode four um that was a long time ago Now <laughs> it was i know Oh my god, we went super deep. That was awesome. And we didn't get a chance to talk about like like health, wellness, nutrition. Like you just went like super personal with some of your cuz at the time like I had the vision of the show being um kind of sharing adversities and right. sharing what breakdowns look like. It's still kind of that theme. For sure. But um this time we get to experience you, in your greatness, amazing, and I, I i'm so excited to have you on the show because for those of you who don 't know, uh, Sam has played a huge role in my life. Aww. Um, one of my best friends and one of my hugest sources of inspiration uh, we 've known each other for so many years since i think what university something I guess like, like, like around eighteen <laughs> or nineteen years old is when we when we first met right. and then we got a little bit closer maybe a couple of years after uh, the university years. Right. But we've been kind of like side by side in this crazy entrepreneurial journey and growing ourselves and we've done a lot of similar work together and you've helped me and so many of my closest friends with um, just like as simple as like your recipes and your suggestions but also like your programs and your detoxes and um, can't get enough of you and all the amazing work that you're up to. Like, it's, it's um, like, congratulations.
0: Thank you. That really means a lot. And the feeling is so mutual. So thank you. Thank you so much.
1: So if you don't know Samantha Gladish, you better go look her up because <laughs> Sam is up to some amazing, incredible things. So first of all, she's the owner of holistic wellness, HolisticWellness.ca is her main platform where she shares all her amazing tips and insights and inspiration around health, wellness, nutrition, detoxes, autoimmune protocols, like you name it. And that there you will find access to uh, her her podcast. She's the host of The Healthy Hormones for Women podcast as well, which is just exploding. <laughs> it's
0: doing pretty well, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah it's doing pretty <laughs> well. <laughs> And on Instagram, you're on fire at Holistic Wellness Foodie. And it's just like, if, if you want mouth-watering goodness, <laughs> as well as like real practical insights and tips on, you know, what you should be putting into your body, what you should be avoiding, but also like, you know, having fun with it as well, like totally. eating delicious things, um, make sure to follow her there. And just before we hit record, you came downstairs. Mm-hmm. With a beautiful book.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And my whole body just (laughs) went like goosebumps and just waves of energy because Samantha is the new author Mm -hmm. of a book called The 30-Day Hormone Solution. And it's like this beautiful book with you on the cover and your food (laughs) and it's full color. And it's like, it's, it's one of those books where it's such good quality. It's not like flimsy paper, like you're turning it and it's like literally every page is like an Instagram epic worthy photo of your recipes, like your concoctions, your, I know. your creations.
0: It's pretty wild.
1: I'm so freaking happy for you. Oh,
0: thanks. That means so, so much. And it's pretty wild holding in my hands, my very first book baby. And it's, um, it's just, it's a huge goal that I've had for many years and, uh, also a goal that I never really rushed. I knew that it would come in the right time. And I, it's funny cause I think back to maybe like 10 or 12 years ago and I'm like, oh my God, if I was ever approached to write a book at that, at that time in my career and in my life, it would not be, would not be the message that I truly wanted to convey. It was so important for me to step more into who I am and learn more about myself and really dive into my own personal growth for this book to truly come to life. So yeah, I'm so excited for it. So thank you. And I'm so excited to share it with you.
1: Yeah, it, it is. It's been years in the making. Yes. Because how long have you been doing this business? Like, and the, the business of helping people with their health, with their wellness as a nutritionist?
0: For a while, for a long time. So it's been about over over 15 years. Yeah, it's been over 15 years and um I mean I was always so innately interested in health and fitness and nutrition from such a young age um because my my grandma my my grandmother made amazing food and made everything from scratch and my mother made amazing food and made everything from scratch so I always grew up around really clean healthy food um especially like food right from the garden um and so yeah I mean in my teens I Still was also very interested in nutrition and health, and I would go to the gym regularly. But of course, at that age, nutrition meant something totally different than what it means to me now. You know, at that age, it was all like, Artificial sweeteners and low calories and low fat and just really not eating real food, which I I didn't recognize at that time. Um, Also meant going on the birth control pill many, many years ago, right? When I was about 16 or 17. And that is not a solution to supporting and balancing your hormones. And that gave me a lot of gut issues. And it really does cause a lot of issues with, you know, the microbiome and ovulation and just hormonal health in general. It's really not a solution, but of course I, I didn't know these things back then. And so, um, as I started to get older and really started to dive deeper into what health really meant, I was so interested to dive in, to dive in deeper and learn more and more and more. It was such a huge passion of mine. So I went to nutrition school and really took it on and started to study it. Um, but yeah, I've been doing it for a really long time, even when I was a bartender, paying my way <laughs> paying my way through university our our the bar that I worked at at the time was beside a health food store so I would go over to the health food store before going into work and I would just kind of walk around there and see the products and, you know, just sometimes buy things just to try things. And, and then, um, I remember at that time I was doing this like 30 day cleanse and I would, you know, do the cleanse and I was at the bar working and, um, about two weeks into my cleanse, I will never forget customers being like, your skin is glowing. You look so good. What are you doing? And I'd be like, I'm doing this cleanse. And I would literally walk the customers from the bar over to the health food store, help them go buy their detox. And then they would come back over and like drink their martini. Oh. Yeah. It was so funny, but um, I've been talking health and living health uh, for a very, very long time.
1: Oh my goodness. And, and now, I mean, if you just follow you for a second on social media, it's nonstop people who are like, oh my God, I lost like 10, 20 pounds. Like here's me, my clothes from a month ago, it's super loose now. And, um, people healing a lot of their issues, like gut issues and, um, diabetics and all oh, like, totally. like you name it. Yeah. How, like, do you, does it land for you that people's relationship with their bodies, relationship with what they put into their mouths? Um, and how they relate with their food and their entire lifestyle is being impacted by something that you started because, you know, like working bes- like at a bar beside a freaking <laughs> nutrition store
0: <laughs> It's pretty wild. I mean, I feel like it hasn't really been until these past few years where that really started to sink in, where it was like, wow, I'm being, I am this huge catalyst for change, why my mm-hmm. clients are changing and, um. I really kind of see myself as this sort of facilitator of self-discovery for my clients. And it's, yeah, it's something I'm really trying to to own a little bit more. As a coach, it is the greatest, the greatest thing ever. As you know, seeing mm-hmm. your clients go through transformation, whether it's mental, emotional, physical, whatever it might be, it's, it's just so rewarding to be a part of that process, especially when especially in the health space where people, so many people feel so helpless. They feel like they're not being heard. They're going to a seven minute doctor's appointment. They're being handed medications and years and years and years of just the same thing and the same information from their doctor and, or more medication. It's just, and their symptoms are getting worse and they're feeling worse to really help somebody be able to break through that and, and, allow them to see that they can get to the other side of it and Mm. that there is another way. It's, it's pretty amazing to be on that side of that and watching people transform.
1: Yeah. It's, I feel like it's a paradigm shift for a lot of people. I think we are starting to recognize that when it comes to health, it's actually in our hands and we can't just follow some path that's been given to us or whatever the traditional path is not, it's not a knock on that. But there's so much that we need to do for ourselves because there's not one template that just fits every single person. Mm -hmm. And it does take um, trying, uh, trial and error, testing out different um, practices, speaking with different people, learning from different people who are experts in their fields and seeing actually what, what works. And I think you're one of the driving forces that empowers people to like, hey, it's up to you. You got to take responsibility for, for your health. Like you got to make a choice.
0: It's so true. You know, your, your doctor is not a master and is not a guru. And the only guru of your health is you. Mm -hmm. And you have to really take that responsibility to educate yourself about your body, to educate yourself about the prescriptions that you're being prescribed and to also seek out your team of, of support. You know, for example, I I have nutritionists that I work with and and speak to and get support from because it's I can't just look at it from my own view. I I like the input of other people and other professionals. Mm. I have a naturopathic doctor I work with. I have an osteopath that I work with. You know, it's all the I have a massage therapist that I work with.
1: I could already. Hear people thinking dollar signs totally who are listening to this yep. you know I had one of my clients bring it up recently, and they're they 're just getting into you know personal development and health and listening to all these podcasts and' just like, Oliver, is it just me like how do some of these like regular folk regular people have the naturopath and the nutritionist and the life right. coach and the personal trainer it 's like you need a whole other like business just to fund this whole team like how I know. What's your, how do you, um, how do you address that when people like, I think that paralyzes some of us. Yes. It does get a little bit overwhelming because we might recognize, okay, there's an issue. And then there are so many different things that I should be doing. It's like, should I do a detox? Should I do a cleanse? Should I read this book? Should I be part of this program? Should I talk to a naturopath? Talk to my doctor? Um, uh, my, do I, do I hire a personal trainer at the gym? Like it's, it's such a um challenging place to be being inspired to do something but not really knowing what to you know where to start how do you address that
0: yeah this is i feel like sometimes i can be a bit of a hard ass when it comes to this question around a yeah a bit <laughs> about the finances and the investment in it because here's the thing ultimately at the end of the day you're going to have to make an investment no matter what. You're going to have to make the investment. If you're not getting the results from your doctor and years and years, I have so many clients that come to me and it's 15, 20, 30 plus years of them still feeling like shit and things are getting worse and worse and worse. You can't just keep relying on your doctor because you have coverage. That's not the solution. So it yeah, does. That's how
1: it is with being in Canada. Yes. You know, I feel like there's a default thinking of, Oh, well, if it, I have to pay for it myself, like it's so out of pocket. the, it's so out of the norm. It's like, wow. I know. Yeah.
0: I know. So, you know, it's, it's hard to say. I, number one, it, you don't need to invest in five different coaches and nutritionists <laughs> and, you know, you don't, that's not where you need to start. Pick one, you know, pick one. You got to find that person and, and, trust that person and follow, follow their advice. And it doesn't mean that that one person or coach or nutritionist, whoever it is, is going to give you all of the answers and is going to be the solution, but they're going to be part of the puzzle for sure. So you have to pick one person. Who's that person you resonate with? Go invest the money, go work with them. I also find that what's happening is because we're so bombarded with so much information, Mm. That we feel like we have to do this detox. We have to go here. We have to go there. We got to invest in this and we need the coach and we need the blah, 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 blah. And we need all of these things. So I always tell my clients when they come on board with me is like, I really need you to have tunnel vision. Like you're working with me. You're not going online and Googling and searching and looking at all these books and doing all these things because there, you probably will come across contradictory information. Like you're bound to, you know, you will hear someone else's journey and want to try what they did. Like you have to have the tunnel vision. So when you're working with me, I really tell my clients, it's just trust in me. Here's our commitment for the next three, four, five, whatever months it is, um, And, you know, so that's where sometimes I feel a lot of people go wrong is because they're not fully committing to one thing. And so they're not getting their results quick enough. And now it's causing them to go to so-and-so and and invest here or go buy this test Mm -hmm. or do this kit and do this and try this food and this supplement. And so it's like, you got to have the tunnel vision, number one. Um,
1: I think that that the tunnel vision is so key Mm -hmm. because if you've already invested your time and your money... You got, like, I think it's, you have to realize that you've decided to submit yourself to a process. Right. Like, you have to let go and just trust the process that's been done hundreds or thousands of times by this professional. And if you're going out looking at everywhere else, you're the one who stands to lose. Totally. You've already paid your coach. Right. You've already, like, they're not going to lose. Mm-hmm. Like, you're the one who loses. Yeah. If you don't take action, if you let yourself get... Distra- distracted and veer away and look at all these other programs that might, that may, might say something else, but it's like, Hey, you're already invested in this. Mm-hmm. You might as well see it through to the end and see what the fruits are of it. See what the benefits are of it. Um, so yeah, I think the tunnel vision, it's really, it, it's, it's such, I think we got to hammer that in totally. because it's so easy to just get mixed up in listening to so many different pieces of advice that might be valuable but based on where you are on your path, you've made a choice, like complete this and see, you know, see it all the way through to the end. So you can understand like, okay, what works, what doesn't work, you know, what were the the benefits, you know, can I honestly say to myself that I did the program the way it's supposed to be done? Right,
0: right. Absolutely. And, you know, I, and listen, I can totally relate to a lot of people who think that it might be expensive. Because I have to pay for all of it out of my pocket myself. You know, I I have to do, especially with like autoimmune and Hashimoto's, I have to go and do my testing every three to four months. I pay for that out of pocket. I pay out of pocket for my osteopath. I pay out of pocket for my naturopath, like I pay for it all out of pocket. But I never question spending money on it because it's a priority. It is a priority in my life. And movies and going out for dinner and buying clothes or whatever it is. Like None of that matters. None of that matters. I can sacrifice a date night out with my partner mm. and save $150 to go to my osteo appointment or to go to my naturopath. So this is why sometimes I say I'm a little bit of a hard ass because I know so many of the people that I'm coaching and working with, they are spending their money on useless things. And they're, the reason they're seeing it as an expense is because they're not seeing it as a priority.
1: hmm and you know, well, what's that one saying where it's like, when you don't have your health, you yep. only have one priority. There's only one want. That's to get your health back. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's like, it's at some point you have to realize this is, you know, without your health, without your well being, everything else is worthless. Totally. Wow.
0: Totally. And you know, I just want to bring up this random, this random story about a friend of mine who spent $4,000 on a watch. Now he makes, he makes great money. He's got some great investments and whatnot, but he spent $4,000 on a watch. But that same day that he spent the 4,000 on the, on the watch, we were all out for dinner and we were, the conversation came up about organic and grass fed meat. And he was talking about how expensive it is. Yeah. I'd eat like that all the time, but it's just so expensive. And so we had to dive into the conversation of, no, it's actually not, it's just that it's not a priority and you would much rather have spent that 4,000 on the watch. So, you know, again, it just, like I said, it comes down to the priority and really putting things into perspective.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. It it is a question of priorities. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I know for me and Janet, it's, there's no question. Totally. Like I want my spring water in a glass bottle delivered <laughs> totally.
0: to me. Totally. And how many people? And I
1: want to just shop organic whole foods. And I don't even look at the I bit. don't even,
0: same. I well, never question it. How I look it. at
1: it is here's a spending category where I don't, qu- like, it's not, I don't it's question. Not, I'm not even going to question it Yeah. because I want to eat great, feel great. I want to know what's putting into my body is it's clean. It's as clean as possible as I, I mean, in terms of, I'm not going to go dig deep into <laughs> every single producer, but of I mean, as far as I know, like yes. this is the best that I can, that I can manage, yes. um, with the level of priority that it is. And also like, I want my money to go to these people. I want my money to go to you. I want my right. money to go to the people who are creating like high quality products totally. with the long-term health in mind.
0: Absolutely. You vote with your dollar and it's important that I support local farmers and, just local companies that, like you said, are producing really great products. Um, and I know how hard that is. I know how hard it is for them to do that and to produce good quality or to have an organic farm and to get certifications. And that's what I want to support.
1: Yeah. And they are going through, um, I don't want to go off on a tangent on, on, on that, but it it is like, there's so many extra hurdles to get to that point where you are producing and delivering these high quality products. And that's, part of like that's part of the investment that you're making yes like when you make that investment in yourself and you put your dollars uh to to these kinds of companies these kinds of uh producers these businesses then what you're telling them is hey you're doing great like keep doing that yes like like do more yeah we're Please. here we support you Yeah. we support yes. you do more and i think that's also the same thing when it comes to hey i'm watching sam I love her content and like, how do we, like, I am learning so much and I want to take advantage of the program. That's also saying the same thing. Totally. It's like, you're doing great work. Like I want to submit to your process and here's my, here's my investment in myself, but also so that you can go and support and multiply your business so that other people can, can take advantage, which, you know, like there's two directions we can take this conversation now because, um, there's one aspect where you've gotten so fantastic, at the business side ah. of nutrition <laughs> yes. and health that people are actually leaning in your direction for support with you, you have a, and you just released a business mentorship program just a couple of months ago yep. and then the the other direction is because you touched on the Hashimoto's yeah. where people are like what is that right i remember the first time i heard of it i'm like what is that and even okay. autoimmune yeah um like that's not something that is always, uh, like on people's radars, mm-hmm. but I'm starting to realize, oh my God, like it's actually closer than you think. Totally. Like there's a woman who teaches yoga, uh, where I teach yoga and she like, there's this issue that she's had for a long time and she couldn't, didn't know what it was. And she realized, um, months later going to the doctor, it's an autoimmune issue. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, oh my God, like, so we need to, we need to address this. We need to look at this. Um, you know, I want to talk about that. Sure. Like, I want to talk about that because it does pertain to um why you like why you've multiplied and grown uh in such a fruitful way because you I think this cause hits home for you. Totally. Right? Yes. Um can you share what you, the story is for you because you went through some really kind of challenging times of your own where you were you were kind of lost. Totally. You know, which a lot of people are probably in in that position right now listening they're like, well, oh, I know something's wrong, but I just don't even know" what it is. And no one is telling me, like no one's giving me the, that answer. And, and I know that's part of your story. So I would love for you to kind of share with us and open up that, you know, that whole experience.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So autoimmune Hashimoto's, that is what I have. And what that means is that my immune system is actually attacking my thyroid gland. And so back in 2017, I was really starting to notice a lot of symptoms and differences in my body. I was extremely tired. My fatigue had just taken on this whole new, whole new level. And I was having a lot of brain fog and just my memory was so bad. I had a ton of issues with sleep, couldn't fall asleep, couldn't stay asleep. And, you know, when you're not sleeping, you're not healing. And that the sleep really that was a good 8 or 9 months of just not really getting good quality sleep and for anyone who knows just one night of not getting sleep like you don't feel good the next day you're exhausted your cravings hit an all-time high you can't function you know imagine that going on and on and on for months right so um i wasn't sleeping i felt really puffy in my body and um My weight was very it was fluctuating. It would go up and down and up and down. And and then one day I was in the gym and I went to I I was lifting weights and I went to go pick up the weights and I had an issue with my grip. I couldn't really grip the weights. And I, I had a lot of these issues showing up in like my hands and my wrists. And the minute I went to go grip those weights and I felt that pain. I knew in that moment, I said to myself, oh, I know what this is. This is autoimmune Hashimoto's. Like I knew in that moment. And I, the reason I Whoa. knew is because I've worked with so many women who have had the same symptoms and who have had like weird sort of symptoms show up, but not really know what it is. Um, and so just because I've had that experience of working with people, I just knew what it was. And so I went over to go see my naturopath. I got a requisition for a full- thyroid panel. And I just want to touch on this full thyroid panel really briefly, because for anybody that is listening and goes to their doctor and asks to test their thyroid, you are really only being tested for your TSH, which is your thyroid stimulating hormone. And that will not tell you anything. It will not tell you anything. The testing is incredibly outdated and Most women who are diagnosed with hypothyroidism, about 95% of those women actually have, their hypothyroidism is actually due to autoimmune Hashimoto's. So it's incredibly important you get the full thyroid panel. And if your doctor will not run it, you have to go and pay out of pocket and get the full testing done so that you can test your free T3, your free T4, your reverse T3, as well as your thyroid antibodies. So I went to my naturopath got a requisition for a full thyroid panel. Like I didn't even bother to go to my doctor because I just, I I already knew what was going to happen. Um, went and got the full thyroid panel. And sure enough, when my results came back, my antibodies were incredibly high. Um, all my lab work was really kind of all over the place. And so, uh, the antibodies were really, really high. And so what happens is the higher the antibodies, the higher the attack on your thyroid gland. And so, there's a lot of different things that really contribute to autoimmune disease. So three really in particular. So number one is gut issues, a lot of gut uh, microbiome issues, um, environmental toxins. That's a really big one. So any kind of toxin exposure, it could be heavy metals like lead or mercury. Um, just all kinds of environmental toxins. There's plenty of them in the environment, in our food, all kinds of things. Um, And then stress. Stress is a really big catalyst too. And so Mm, I was kind of hit with all, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I was really hit with all three, like gut and my gut health and digestion that had always been an area of weakness for me. So looking back on my health history, you know, just being on, antibiotics at certain times or you know, using a prescription at certain times or just over-the-counter meds. like All of these destroy that good bacteria in your gut and that bacteria is so important because your immune system lives in your gut. So when we talk about autoimmune, one of the number one areas you want to look at is your gut. It's very important because that's where the immune system lives. And so I've always had issues with, you know, my digestion and gut health. Environmental toxins, I mean, that shows up in multiple ways, right? Um, From... I don't know. I, I look back and I think just like as a kid, like, okay, the food that I ate, you know, tons of toxins in my food growing up. There wasn't an emphasis on antibiotic and hormone-free meats in my house. Um, toxins from the birth control pills from medications, um, you know, your own metabolic processes, there's going to be, you know, toxins that come from that. Right. So, um, different Mm -hmm. exposures in that way. Um, and then stress, right? The stress of running and owning a business, an online business. Those first few years of running my business, it was a lot, a lot of work, a lot of long days, long weeks. Was <laughs> is? <Still> is. <laughs> yeah, totally, still can is. I, can I interject
1: for a second? Yeah, absolutely. Did you feel in any way while you're like exhausted and fatigued? And all messed up. Did you think, we're just like, what the fuck? I'm a nutritionist.
0: You know what? This is my
1: business. Like, (laughs) I'm an expert at this. Like, you don't want to have all, like, my group of friends, my circle is all, is this stuff. Did you ever feel like, what, like, what the hell, man? That's
0: such a good question. (laughs) And honestly, not once. Wow. Not once.
1: That's how, like, that's one of the things that showed up for me. I'm just like, huh, I wonder if I'd be like. Yeah, I, I I beat myself up about it because I'm just like I should know this. I should be able to yep. to figure this out. Yeah,
0: you know what? Okay, that's cool. No, all not right. once. I I got that diagnosis and I was like, of course.
1: Like, oh my god!
0: Of course, this happened. Like number one, an autoimmune diagnosis. Sure, I got that in 2017, but that's been going on for a long time. It's just the symptoms. The confirmation.
1: All yes, the symptoms. the symptoms
0: didn't show up full force until 2017. But I can guarantee you if I went back in my twenties and did the testing, then it probably would have shown up. Mm -hmm. Right. So there is a genetic disposition to autoimmunity. I should mention that that's really important to note. My mother has autoimmune. My grandmother had autoimmune. All my female cousins on my mother's side have autoimmune. Everybody. So there is a genetic disposition there for sure. Um, so I'm, you know, more susceptible in that way, 1000%. But, um, I never had that feeling of like, oh my God, why me? I should know better because (laughs) I, when I got that diagnosis, I was literally like, well, yeah, of course I haven't been sleeping. I'm, I'm neglecting my self-care. I'm neglecting my sleep and I'm overworking. So So it was like a puzzle
1: piece that just made everything fit. Yeah. Just like,
0: oh, yes. Yeah.
1: Did, did you get like a, a, a sense of relief? A little bit. Like someone actually af- like confirming it? A little bit. Oh ima- yeah. Yeah. I can totally. imagine. Because totally. now, you, you, now you can do something about yes. it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Like a, and then work on it like precisely.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So there was, there was definitely a sense of relief and it was just also a wake up call, a wake up call that things need to shift and this is all my responsibility. So it was my responsibility that I got here and now it's my responsibility to get out of it. And so I really had to change up my routine with work and just really slow down.
1: What were some of the biggest uh, lifestyle changes? The
0: biggest thing was my sleep. That became the biggest priority because like I said earlier, if you're not sleeping, you're not healing. And so... I,
1: that's a tweetable. Yeah. I made it a
0: huge priority (laughs) to get to bed around 10 or 11 o'clock every night. Like do not go past bed, uh, to bed past 11 and, um, just create like a really healthy routine around sleep. So, uh, you know, I would take my supplements in the evening. I would often have like an Epsom salt bath at night to just really support my body temperature. And, um, I went and got the the blue blocking glasses, so that I could better support, mm-hmm. you know, my circadian rhythm when I'm in front of the computer all day, and then also to wear them at nighttime if we were watching a movie or something on Netflix. Um, so little things like that, and I just created such a routine of, you know, turning off the computer early enough, putting the phone away, taking my supplements, taking a bath, making sure my I was wearing my blue blocking glasses little things like blackout blinds, temperature in the bedroom, not going past uh, 11 o'clock. And and then at that point, because I was so tired, I just allowed myself to sleep as much as I needed. Mm -hmm. I really did. Some days I was literally waking up at 9.30 in the morning and just needed that sleep. Mm. And as... I allowed that to happen and my healing started to happen. I would get up at 9 and then it was 8:30 and then 8 like it just naturally progressed. Um but I let myself just sleep as much as I needed to. I also really needed to tweak my workouts. So mm. I was really you know, very much when it comes to working out, I love to go hard. I want to lift weights and I want to sweat and I want to do high intensity. And that has always been (laughs) the routine for me that I love. But with any kind of thyroid issues that are going on, there's always an underlying adrenal component that needs to be addressed. And of course, with, you know, not sleeping and overworking, my adrenals were taking a really big hit. So mm. any kind of high intensity workouts were no good. So I really had to scale back on the type of training that I was doing. I worked out less. I was more conscious on about going out for walks. And that was another thing, just walking as movement, but just being outside in nature. That was really, really important. Nature is so, so very incredibly healing. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, it's so great for your parasympathetic nervous system.
1: This is kind of like the point of like, If you don't find out, if you don't take care of it, if you're afraid of – if you're not wanting to make the investment now, it's like eventually you're going to have to make the investment. Oh, yeah. If you don't – Like eventually you will pay a price.
0: Yes. There's that saying, if you don't invest in your health – no, if you don't make time for health, you'll have no choice but to make time for sickness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, those symptoms, I was feeling those for – you know, on and off for probably a good year. But there was those last few months before I got my official diagnosis where like it really hit. But people let those symptoms go on for years and years and years.
1: Do you find people normalize it? Like they, they do. They to tolerate yes. it. It's like, oh, this is just how you're supposed yeah. to feel.
0: This is, a, this is a sign of aging. This is just part of the process. Oh. I'm just getting old. I'm aging or I've had kids or whatever it might be. No, that's not the case. And most doctors are also telling their patients this, that this is normal. You're you're getting older. Of course you have aches and pains. Of course okay, this you're is a pro- This weight. is a
1: problem that I have is when we wrap things up with a rationalization or justification, we delude ourselves into thinking that we know the answer as to why we feel this way. Right. And because you have the answer... Every, it's a shut it's a shut case. Yes. The book is closed. Nothing else matters. But wh- it sounds like when you were going through it it was constantly what is going on? Like yes. not like I figured it out. It's like constantly thinking, looking, like you were sitting with the question, what what's going on with me? Mm-hmm. And you didn't you didn't say like, "Oh, this is just how it is and this is me getting older and this is part of running a business." Like you yeah. didn't have like the answer. It was like you were just constantly looking for different ways to look at it, different perspectives and staying in the question. So I, I, I highly totally. urge people to not immediately, uh, think that they already know. Yes. Like, how do you know? How do you know that you right. really know? How do you know that's the answer? Yeah. Cause if you don't keep asking the question, you're not going to get to, you know, the, you're not going to get the path. You're not going to find out other avenues
0: totally and I mean I was taking really good care of myself in other ways I eat incredibly well you know I'm on a gluten-free diet dairy free -free. sugar-free everything is organic right I exercise move my body I take my supplements um, work on a lot of my personal growth like there's a ton of things that I do really really well and take care of myself so of course fair enough for you to ask like did you ever think like you know like how could this happen to me kind of thing I should know better But, you know, again, like it just opened up the, it really opened me up to recognizing that I could do so much better here. I could do so much better. There's so much more that I'm missing and not giving my real attention and and energy to. Mm -hmm. And so I know sometimes people say, you know, getting a diagnosis or getting sick, could really be a gift and it really can be, it really can be, it it, it all really can come down to just your perspective of how you look at it. And that diagnosis really allowed me to shift so many things.
1: It empowered you. Yeah, it
0: really did. It really did. And that's a choice. It was totally. I think that's a, that's
1: something that makes you, you is that you made a different choice, right? It could be, Oh well, it's in my genes and my family history. There's nothing I can do about it. That's just how it is. I have to live with it. No, you chose. Oh, there's a way, there's a way through this. Yeah. and actually, you're you're helping other people through it as well. Absolutely, like, which is such a different way of of looking at the world. And mm-hmm. like, you could easily be victimized by it.
0: Totally. Right, and most people are. Mm-hmm. They really are. So yeah, so that's really my my story with with autoimmune Hashimoto's and. You know, autoimmunity is on the rise. I think there was a recent stat that I read that one in three, One in three people are diagnosed with an autoimmune condition. So
1: your body is attacking itself.
0: It's essentially what's happening is your immune system has kind of gone haywire in a sense, and it's starting to attack your body. And so
1: programming because of the factors that you you said earlier.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, there's multiple things that lead to that happening. Right. And so it will be different for everybody. You might have a combination of all of those things, genetics, environment, gut health, you know, all of it. Stress. I feel like
1: stress is a universal one.
0: Yeah. Stress is a really, really big one for sure. And it's also one of the hardest things to essentially overcome, right? Because most of what I find with people's stress is it's their work. And that's just not something you can just leave one day for a lot of people, right? So that can often be the really, the the biggest one and and the hardest one to really overcome.
1: Did you you ever think about that where you're just like, well, stress is one of the big factors and... Being in business for myself and Mm -hmm. having this online business, I'm actually, for 40, 50, 60 hours a week, I'm immersing myself in a stress-laden environment. Totally. And it's like, it's all stress. I wake up stressed. Like, did you think about that? You're like, what the hell?
0: I mean, there was (laughs) this moment (laughs) of, yeah, like, how do I shift this when this is my business? Like, Yeah. You know, and I work from home, so it's like waking up and just literally being in it the moment <laughs> you wake up. So, I, I, I had to learn how to just delegate more. I, I have an assistant; she's amazing, and so I had to learn to delegate more off of my plate, take on less projects, which can be a challenge for me. Um, and yeah, I had to slow down. I had to work less. I had to work smarter,
1: mm, which allowed me—brilliant.
0: Yeah, I had to work smarter, which allowed me to work less. Um, and in the past I would have, you know, if there were emails or things I needed to get to, I would do it and I would do it till eight or nine o'clock or 10 o'clock at night. And now like six o'clock, seven o'clock comes and I'm just like, this isn't, this is not an emergency. Like I don't need to reply to this right now. And it's okay if it waits here for 24 or 48 hours, like it is okay. And so I've just really Some learned to step away. Yeah. It's really
1: not. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, there's a sense of ease that it sounds like you were, you, you almost realize that this is necessary. Like, like to give myself the space to be at peace with letting something go. Um, either somebody else is going to take responsibility for it because I'm going to hire them. Um, but also I'm going to let this sit in my inbox because it's not urgent. It's not an emergency. Like there's a sense of peace there. And I think, For the people who are listening who are like, oh, yeah, well, you know, autoimmune is not a thing for me. Maybe I should, you know, like, I'm just tuning out. Are you a freaking workaholic? Mm -hmm. Are you a control freak? Mm -hmm. Are you trying to do all of the things for your business, for your job, and it's creating this, like, stress and you're losing sleep? Well, like, everything that you're saying, it all aligns, like, it aligns with this type of issue as well.
0: Totally. I mean, autoimmunity or not – right? Mm. Like so many of us can relate to
1: that. So yeah. Wow. So, so you started, um, pushing some responsibilities away, working a lot smarter and actually putting your health as a priority. Like sounds like sleep was a big game changer. Um, what was it like kind of diving into the world of autoimmune Hashimoto's? Did you like open up your eyes and realize like, oh my God, this is like, it's terrible what's happening. And like, I don't know, what what did you find out there? What was the conversation and what's the state of autoimmune Hashimoto's?
0: Yeah. So, you know, it's so interesting because with all of the clients that I work with now, that's become an even bigger priority because I would say 90% of the women that I work with all have hypothyroidism. They, for the most part, most of them have been diagnosed with hypothyroidism and that's a red flag because they're not getting the right testing. And so, you know, these women now, years of struggling and all these symptoms that just aren't going away, now they come on board and we actually get them the right testing. And, and it's one thing to get the right testing. It's another thing to have somebody do the interpretation properly. That's the Mm. biggest thing because most of the time you go to your doctor and it's like, oh yeah, you're within range. You're fine. What does that even mean? We've had, I've had this one client actually, whose antibodies, I've never seen anything like it, were in the 4,000s, which is alarming.
1: Low or high?
0: No, really high. Or
1: antibodies, yeah. Yeah, their their
0: antibodies were incredibly high. And and, they should be And she's young. Oh, they should be under 35. 35? Yeah, under 35 and hers were in the 4000s. So, in fact it was so high beyond 4000 that like that it couldn't even pick up the the exact number. And so um she was in and she's in her 20s. So that was alarming and the fact that her doctor missed that is just I mean, it like pisses me off but it's also so sad because i know this is what's happening to so many women and men can suffer with autoimmune hashimotos as well right and um and so yeah and so this you know this is kind of what it opened me up to it opened me up to this world of just There's really a gap. yeah just really recognizing that the testing is so ancient and it's being missed and this really needs to be a part of Of when women go to ask their doctor for thyroid testing, you know, this needs to be a part of it, getting a full thyroid panel done, testing their antibodies so you can rule out whether or not you have an autoimmune condition or not. And, um, and yeah, so now, you know, we're really filling that gap. We're supporting women in getting the right testing, which is so important. And so many women who have come to work with us, who have hypothyroidism, um, we go and test their antibodies and sure enough, they do have Hashimoto's. So it's not to say they all do, but a large percentage of them do have Hashimoto's and they never knew that they were only being treated for hypothyroidism when in fact they should be treated for Hashimoto's. Um, and so, you know, the treatment protocol looks, looks different because when you have an autoimmune condition, the treatment is really about supporting the gut and supporting the immune system and really supporting the inflammation that's happening in the mm-hmm. body, not just...
1: Reducing inflammation. Yeah.
0: So, you know, for myself, like it's not just to support my thyroid. It's so beyond that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it's more holistic.
0: Yeah. It's 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 the whole body approach mm-hmm. because it's all integrated. It's all interconnected.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. So t- tell us um, how... The delicious for, <laughs> the, the pictures of delicious meals in your new book oh relates with relates with Hashimoto's and, and autoimmune because it's just like, oh wow, like part of me healing is also like these incredible recipes absolutely and they're all they're all put together and they're all formulated in a way to to you know address to address these kinds of issues that people are going through and even if you aren't totally like those recipes and those photos like are you kidding me oh thanks i mean anyone's gonna eat those meals yes i'll eat anything that you make you know that
0: (laughs) (laughs) thank you yes that book is definitely a labor of love and um the you know the recipes are they're the I'm so proud of them. Like they're the biggest thing that I'm proud of in that book because at the end of the day, what I really want is for people to eat delicious food. And I, Mm -hmm. I never want people to think that go being healthy has to be bland bland and boring. No, it's, it is so the opposite. And so that's, you know, why I'm so proud of them because they're so delicious. They're foods that obviously, you know, my book is about women's health and hormones, but it's food that the entire family can enjoy. And, so the first half of my book, we I dive into all things women health, women's health and hormones, and um, really help women understand their cycles and understand their adrenals and thyroid and blood sugar and detoxification and sleep and all that good stuff. So I dive into all of that during the first half of the book, and then the second half has a 30 day meal plan with 60 original paleo inspired recipes. So there's a mix of some vegetarian, some paleo, no. um, and they are. you got a
1: 30 day plan.
0: Yeah, and you got a 30 day plan, which is a delicious 30 day plan. And really, you know, that my the premise of my book is if I were to spend if I were to spend 30 days with you, like what would I teach you? What would I teach you about your health, your hormones, your body, what would I get you to eat? That's what this book is. That's what that's I would your, teach. That would you. be your answer. Yeah. That's the what the I would book teach. is your answer. Exactly. So
1: and, can can you share like how the book came to be? Like I mean, you've been thinking about and talking about uh, writing a book and you've seen it in your vision. We've talked about it so many times. And there's been a lot of times where I'm just like, oh, my God, write a book already. Like, geez, you have so (laughs) much stuff here. Come on. And then something happened where it just like – came together
0: yeah like it, it just came fast. like there was <laughs> enough
1: of like a motivation and clarity and purpose and drive behind it and vision behind it and people and other pieces that it's just like like here it is it's
0: a wild you know
1: and it's going to be out officially in christmas right yes
0: yeah, so it's available for pre-order now on any major okay. online uh, retailer uh, the 30-day hormone solution and then it won't ship until december 17th.
1: Okay, awesome. So yeah. So Perfect I'm not sure exactly
0: ones. when this is going live, but um everybody listening can head on over to hormonebooksolution.com and then they can go pre-order their book and then just enter your receipt number and your name and your email and you'll get over three hundred and fifty dollars in amazing online bonuses oh that we're offering. Yeah. Jeez. So
1: wow. So
0: yeah, so it's hormone book solution or sorry, hormone. Solution book.com. Hormone
1: solution book to come. It's fresh. The yes. domain is fresh, guys. Hormone solution Book. So tell us the yeah. birthing process of this. Yeah.
0: And so my girlfriend, um, she recommended uh, I connect with her publisher. And so it just kind of came up in conversation one day. She had recently written a book. And so we were just chatting about it. And her book was really beautiful. And, and she was like, Yeah, why don't I connect you? I think you guys would be a really great fit and they would love your message. And that's kind of how it happened. Literally a week later, I'm on the call with the publisher and with Page Street Publishing. And um, they just kind of asked about, you know, what it is I would write about? What is really my message? You know, what's, what is it that I want to get out there and share with the world and with women? And what's my approach with women's health and hormones? Mm. And it's kind of a bit of an interview process on the phone. And so I had to, you know, answer all their questions. And then from there, they were just like, okay, great. Can you submit some sample writing um can you submit a potential chapter a table of contents of what you might want to write about in all your different chapters yeah an outline um submit a few recipes
1: getting real yeah so i was like
0: sure i can do that so i did um
1: that was less than a year ago
0: that was less than a year ago oh my god yeah that was crazy and so um it's crazy how time has just gone by so fast Yeah. yeah so what
1: what was like the part that surprised you about the process like working with a publisher, I mean, and getting the outline done and get like getting the process started or even the writing, like, was there anything there where you're just like, wow, I did not expect this to be.
0: I mean, I didn't expect the timeline to move so fast. I think that's what was the biggest thing for me because I have a lot of friends who are incredible authors and have books and they all have Canadian publishers. And so the process here in Canada is a little bit different because uh, for the most part, most of them have had at least two years to write their book and my publishers in the U S and I don't know, perhaps they just move a lot faster, but I basically had like four months to write my book. Um, by the time I signed and agreed my with my contract, I literally had four months just so that we could hit the release date of December 17th before Christmas. So i I took it on full force and wrote it in four months. In fact, I think majority of the writing happened in like one month specifically and um I mean the recipe testing well
1: that's the other thing I was going to say yeah. it's like it's not, i mean it's one thing to write to write a book <laughs> which is like it's it's so scary to yes. look at a blank page and try to get stuff out. Your book is full of recipes. I know. Like you want to test it out, make sure it's good, make sure it's right. You like you probably did multiple batches of things. Like Tons. what was that? What was that? Yeah, like?
0: it was crazy. Now and I was... ate it all. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gaytan definitely did eat majority of it. I'm sure you've had some of I it. Did, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's like, oh, you want to try these brownies that I made? Yeah, I totally. Oh, yes, <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so I um, you know the the process. Even though I hadn't officially signed my contract and whatnot, and that took a couple months, you know, going back and forth and whatnot, even though I hadn't signed the contract at that point, I was already starting. I was already starting to do the recipe testing and the development. So even though technically from the time I signed my contract, I literally had four months, but I started before that doing all the recipe testing. Um, And I also had, you know, I have a folder on my computer with like a ton of recipes that I have created. And many of them I never published on on my website or anything and just from, you know, being busy and not getting the opportunity to post it. And so I went back to some of those recipes and just recreated them again. And, and it was great. So I was able to use some of those. I was able to use a very small percentage of some recipes, like really popular ones off of my website.
1: Mm-hmm. And the bulk is original,
0: but the bulk, but the, yeah, it's definitely original. Yeah. Oh, so, so um, sweet, yeah. And so I did a ton of recipe testing and development for that and retesting and, um, and in the middle
1: of running a business
0: in the middle of running a business and taking on clients and writing the actual book. Um, yeah, it was a lot. It <sighs> definitely was a lot. And we were house hunting and we <laughs> sold our condo at that time. Like, of course, everything, you know, comes at once. So it was a lot going on, but, um, well worth it definitely. But I can say that to this day, I still haven't been as excited to get back into the kitchen to cook. Um, Mm. I bake a lot. I love baking because it's such a creative outlet for me, but like really cooking a dinner, I I don't cook as often as I did because (laughs) I'm just like, I don't, I don't even, I don't want (laughs) to do this anymore. Yeah. Because that the book, it took a lot out of me. So, um, I'm slowly now getting back into it. And it's, it's interesting now that I actually have my book in my hand, going through all the recipes I'm so inspired to just go in the kitchen and make mm. them like I want to make my own recipes yeah. yeah so I'm excited for that so now I'm kind of getting and I can't wait there's the gonna be back. like
1: there's gonna be a hashtag on Instagram and everyone's gonna be sharing their like their recreations of the recipes from I their, know from bug, following all that it's gonna be oh so oh my god good.
0: it's on it's it's the best feeling just when I post a yeah. recipe on Instagram or on my website and somebody tags me and, and, and recreates it. it's amazing it is so awesome to see them cooking it you know how their how theirs turned out their photo oh my god i just love it i just yeah it's just a great feeling
1: what's your i mean oh my god there's i was gonna say what's your what's your favorite recipe what's what's your favorite recipe right now
0: oh my god that's so hard to say so like
1: give us a little teaser of what we could, exp- of one meal that we could expect. Well, one okay.
0: Um, there's a few instant pot recipes in the book. Mm. And so, you know, because we're re- we are recording this in fall, yes. um, it's that time of year where like I make a lot of bone broth and then I make a lot of like homemade chicken soup. So that's, that's a really... Um, My bone broth is a really popular recipe with my community. It's a 10 step process. It's super easy guys. So that's, that's in the book. So it's the instant pot Mm. bone broth and then the, you take the broth and then you can make homemade chicken soup and that recipe is also in there too. So that one's really great. Um, I feel like I can't just say one. There's
1: so many. Well, I don't want you to say so many because I want them to get it. Yeah, of course. I want
0: them (laughs) to get the book. Um, You know, bread, like the almond loaf in there is so delicious. So if you've ever thought like, oh, my God, I can't ever give up bread. Trust me. The gluten free almond loaf is delicious. And um, the no bake chocolate mint cake in there oh, is yeah, so yeah. great. Um, so many, just so many things. There's great breakfasts, there's smoothies and elixirs and coffees and matcha lattes. There's all kinds of amazing dessert recipes, entrees, salad, soup, sides. It's, it's loaded. So 60 recipes to choose from.
1: I thought a health a, like a book full of healthy recipes was gonna be was supposed to be boring.
0: No, definitely <laughs> not. No, I want people to yeah. really. I want to enjoy really. It. Yeah, I want them to enjoy it yeah. and and really just open them up. You know, open mm-hmm. them up to like the possibilities of what food can really do for them.
1: Yeah, because everything everything that you've made that I've had, it's always like colorful and delicious and so satisfying and like you wouldn't think like. Oh, this is, you know, this is intended to, to heal you. Totally. Right. Yes. To heal your gut. Yes. To make you feel better. Absolutely. To help you perform better. Yep. What was, was there a moment where you were like hitting a brick wall at all?
0: In with the book, like, with the writing? recipes or. With the book
1: writing and the recipes. Like, was there any process where you're like, oh my
0: God. Oh yeah. <sighs> yeah. Totally. You... I mean, just getting started was hard yeah. because it's like, I wrote out the table of content. So that was kind of my guideline of. Okay, here are the topics I'm going to speak about. But like getting started, okay, sleep. Okay, where do I, like where do I start because there's so many things to say. Table of contents. Sleep. Yeah. And then
1: you just could go, yeah.
0: It's crazy, right? You know, detoxification like okay, again, there's so many things to say. What do I want to say? So it was challenging because it's like this is this is my message. So What if I miss something? And listen, that's bound to happen. And it did happen. Mm. You know, after the fact, I was just like, oh, but I could have said this, or I could have said this, or I should have added this. And it's like,
1: and you're learning more as you're writing, you're writing current chapters and like 10 chapters ago. Yes. You're like, yes, already more knowledgeable. It's so (laughs) true. It's so true.
0: So many new things that have come up that I've been implementing with my clients and different, like there's so much new stuff. So I just kind of had to accept that, Hey, that's part of the process and all this new stuff can become a second book. So it's, it's all good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is just a, like, I feel like this is a, just the beginning. I think so. It's just a beginning for you. Yeah. I'm so happy. Oh, thanks. I'm so happy for you. Thanks.
0: It means so much. I'm so happy. So happy for the book. And- like that
1: is just, I mean, I know how much you care and how much time you dedicate. And I'm like, you're thinking about it all the time. I know. All these different ways to be <laughs> able to help people with it and um you know this is like a product of that it is a labor of love definitely and i'm so excited uh for people to pick this book up Yay. and and you know get the healing benefits of your of your knowledge base of your experience and all the thousands of people that you've helped and all the thousands of recipes that you've developed and you just you know you curated it and found like here are the the, Here's the, the best. best of the best <laughs> of the best guaranteed you're going to freaking love this yes Oh, my gosh.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. That means so much.
1: I, I want to talk about this new opening, this new clearing mm-hmm. in your life, which I'm stoked <laughs> about for you. Because I think the people who are listening to this um, can really gain a lot from your wisdom, from your experience. And that is you've begun doing business mentoring. Yes, Right, you've you've created the whole holistic wellness business mentoring program, and this is for people who are uh, nutritionists in the health field who want to get started on building an online business. And you are just like an authority on all of this, and people have been coming to you for this. And now you are unleashing—like you're actually getting your your creating, helping people create results. I think you told me a story last week of somebody who just used like the, like the basic process yep. to get up their first like six week program started. And immediately they just like four or five X yeah. their, their monthly income. Just, totally. just, just like that. She's like, rocking it. Yeah, absolutely. Which is so huge. Can you tell us like you've been, it, this has been itching at you for a long time, <laughs> I know I think you brought this up to me for the first time, maybe two years ago mm-hmm. maybe maybe two and a half years ago, and uh now it's starting to kind of like take a life of its own. Can you share like what like what what's happening in that realm for you and-
0: absolutely, yes, so I love business I don't think i'd be an entrepreneur I don't think you can be an entrepreneur if you don't love business, and so you know the the process of starting my business, growing my business and sharing with my community, growing my community, learning the ins and outs of online marketing, of email marketing, writing sales copy. I I had to learn all of that. And so I I started with nothing. I started with nothing. I just started with the idea of what I wanted to do. And I also hired a business coach back in the day who really helped to catapult me. And from there, I started, I continue to invest in coaches and I continue to learn email marketing and sales copy and technology and social media and all of the things that make up your online business. And so I started to really become an expert in it. You know, everything that's happened in my business in those first few years, I, I was doing all of it. I didn't have the funds to hire out, uh, an assistant and delegate these things out. I had to learn all the tech. I had to learn how to effectively communicate with my audience and understand and learn my audience and my niche and build my list and, you know, do all these things. And so I, it started to become such a huge passion of mine such a huge passion. I was so, I was becoming more interested in picking up marketing books than I was picking up, you know, nutrition books. And I, um, and I started getting practitioners and some online service providers who would approach me and just say, Hey, like, is this something you can help me with? Or yeah, I was
1: going to say, is it, is it because like the people in your community are sh- like started sharing, uh, how stuck they are in yes. their own businesses and yes. marketing and stuff like that? Was that happening concurrently? Like,
0: yeah, I think, you know, from the outside, I think a lot of practitioners were just seeing how you know quickly my audience and everything was growing and was happening, and so they were reaching out and and asking for support and so a couple of years ago, two or three years ago i kind of under the radar, took on a few students that, that I mentored and coached and, um, did business coaching with them and, and help support them in really building the foundation of their online business. And so I did that, uh, for, you know, a handful of clients and, you know, I was doing that for the past couple of years and it really wasn't until this year. Like I always knew I wanted to launch a business mentorship program, but it really wasn't until this year where it hit me and I was like... I'm going to do it. I'm actually going to do it. I'm not just going to let it be an idea. It's not like idea. you're writing a book or busy <laughs> or anything <laughs> like that. Because <laughs> this, is,
1: this is the year that you, do, like, you know? Did all of
0: the things. So awesome. Yeah. And so <laughs> it just was one of those things where I was like, screw it. I'm putting it out there and I'm taking the imperfect action, which is exactly what I teach my students. And I'm just going to put it out there because I... Yes, I'm a great nutritionist and I coach people in health and wellness and hormones, but I'm a really damn good business coach.
1: I really, really am. You're a damn good business woman. Oh,
0: thanks. Well, Thank that, you. That's
1: the hard, that's the challenging part. It's, I mean, you develop yourself in your craft. Like for instance, for me, my first dedication was I want to be freaking world class right. at coaching. Yep. But that doesn't equate world class at doing business. Like that's a whole other craft. Right. And I think a lot of people face that where they're the technician, they're the practitioner. Totally. They, they, and it's important that you become world-class in that field, but then to do more of it and like spread the impact, it does require that you now shift your focus or like start putting time and money and, and invest that towards well, I got to get great at business. Mm-hmm. I got to get great at, at marketing. Totally. So that people know about the work that I'm doing. And, I, and you know, they're exposed to the, the, even the opportunity of working with me or learning from me.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I should mention here that that was kind of what I was falling into, the trap that I, I had fallen into many years ago. Like I graduated over 10 years ago from the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition and you know, once you graduate, like I had this idea, like, oh my God, great. I'm a nutritionist. All these people are going to come banging down my door and come working with me. This is awesome. And that did not happen. (laughs) Yep. Totally. It was crickets. And then I was working in health food stores and I would kind of take clients on here on the side, but I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know anything about my niche and I didn't know anything about really structuring my fees, I didn't know any of it. And so I went from health food store to health food store, and then I went on to become a sales rep. And still, while I was doing all these jobs, I'd still have a handful of clients here and there, but I I just didn't know really what I was doing. I didn't have enough knowledge to actually to actually grow it and scale it. And mm-hmm. so I I invested in a coach and I hired a coach, and then I invested in online programs and courses that I could learn um, all about marketing. I, I learned that I... As I consider myself just as much a marketer as I do a nutritionist, you know, I had to learn the marketing side in order to grow Mm -hmm. my business. And so I I fell into the trap of, oh, well, I'm not getting clients because I don't have this certification. So I did certification after certification after certification (laughs) thinking the more knowledge I had, the more people and clients would come my way. And that is, that is the biggest lie. If you're thinking that that's what you need right now, it is the biggest waste of your money. If I could have invested sooner in marketing and business, I, you know, that, that's really where my money (laughs) should have gone, but you know, it's all a process. And so I, um, yeah, so it was this year that I launched the holistic wellness business mentorship program and I, it's still sort of under the radar. You know, I haven't really marketed. Yeah. You haven't yeah I haven't really marketed it. in a big way. Um, I've literally, it's been by word of mouth. I've literally just connected with some it's friends. And, yeah. Now it is public. <laughs> yes, this is true.
1: This um, is a coming out party. Yeah,
0: totally. And so, um, it's really been through word of mouth and different practitioners that I've just personally reached out to and have had conversations with and think they would be the right fit. And it's a three month mentorship program. And, it's it's a combination of one on one coaching with myself and also group coaching as well and um, so we mm. we have uh, classes every other week where we dive into a specific topic so I do teach our students you know all about understanding and diving into their niche and how to build their list and how to speak and market effectively to their community and write sales copy and a big component that we also focus on is how to do high end sales how you actually mm have the confidence to get on a call and develop a relationship with somebody and have that sales call and have it confidently. And, um, you know, we go through structure. That's something that
1: you are super powerful. That's, at. that's and, definitely my expertise. For and sure. I think that, um, any, anyone who's in this type of profession where you are helping people and it's a very service oriented, um, you know, you, you want to do something that's going to make an impact to serve others especially cuz i know a lot of nutritionists people who are who are coaches they're doing it because they they know they've gone through something themselves there's mm-hmm. a wound there yes. um there's a transformation that they experienced and they want to be able to share that gift with other people and i think doing a uh, a powerful sales call and having that conversation in a way um where you are actually leading and guiding somebody, uh, towards making a decision. It's actually, it's so important. It's so I think important. a lot of us shy away yes. from, from the sales call and it's like, I don't want to be too salesy and I don't want to be like, it's tough for me to ask for the money or ask for the sale, but it's just like, you know what? Um, when someone's on the call with you, like they, they're, they're, they've raised their hand. Totally. They want the guidance. Yes. They want to know what's, okay. What's next. Mm-hmm. Okay. How do, how do we move forward? they want you to hold their hand and i think like that de- like the demonstration that happens in you guiding them to making a decision it shows like how great of a coach and how great of a support you're going to be um moving forward so it's like yeah, that is such a, it's it's a great, I think it's so powerful that you're doing that and you're really helping people hone in on that.
0: Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's it's been powerful for my business. It was something, it was a skill that I needed to learn and the more conversations you have, the better you get at it. And so it's just, I really love teaching that to the students because it is a skill that I feel is not being taught. And it's not being taught very well, um, especially in the online space, because it's just like, Hey, go to my sales page, buy my program. And there's a, there's a huge relationship gap gap that's mm. being missed. And so, um, so yeah, so I love it so, so much. It's like the greatest, it's the greatest program that I get to coach because it's, there's so much personal growth that happens through it as well as, you know, the business aspect of course. Mm-hmm. And, you know, majority well, they go hand in hand. Yeah, and absolutely, and majority of the students are are women. So, really allowing and teaching women how to stand in their power and also to make a great income is awesome. That's mm-hmm. yeah, I love, I just love it so much, and so
1: yeah, you like every time you talk about it, you get lit yeah, up. I love it. It's so great. Like you are so lit up about it. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Can you share, um, like a chat, like a challenge that. That you see with like the people who've gone through the program? Like what's kind of like a common challenge and like the real fear behind it? Like I want to know like the the perceived challenge but the actual – the real fear that's behind it or limiting belief or or whatever.
0: Yeah, well, the biggest thing that is showing up for a lot of the students is – okay, I'm not getting clients but you're also so scared to go – online and be visible. Yeah, so they're scared to show up on the call where they're scared to go online and 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 sh- and show their face. Like for example, something like Insta stories, you know, they don't want to show their face or doing video, they don't want to show their face. So they're just posting pictures. And talking about things, which is great, but that's not truly going to build a connection with somebody. Somebody needs to see your face and see, see, needs to see your mannerisms and hear your voice. Like that's how you're going to build a better connection with somebody. Mm. So they are, yeah, they're stuck in this. I'm not getting clients and.
1: That's the challenge.
0: Yeah, that's the challenge. But the real, real fear is number one, you're not actually showing up to let people know that. You can accept clients. No one even knows, right? You're not even let, letting people know. You're going I'm on open their, for
1: business. Yeah, you're letting, gonna... you're
0: sharing great content, but you're not actually showing up and telling people that this is what you do and they can come work with you. Mm. Yeah, because they're so scared to be on camera. So it's
1: like, um, I'm challenged. I'm not making enough money. I'm not, like, I don't have enough business or whatever the challenge is. Like I'm not making enough sales right now, but really behind it is, well, I don't want to be seen. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like I don't want yeah, to fumble, it's such a huge fear. I don't fear. want to stick my neck out there yep. and, and be judged. judged. And what are people going to think? And I'm going to fumble my words. I'm going to, you know? Yep. Wow. Yeah. So
0: that's a really big one. And Huge. yeah,
1: I think so many of us can relate to that. Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: And same, you know, same with myself back in the day too, right? It was like when all these social media platforms were coming out, it was like, it's one thing to post something, but it's like, oh my God, now there's like all these videos that we can go and show our face. And yeah. So, you know, it's just, you kind of got to get over it. Um, <laughs> and, and that's just kind of that's just the way it's going in the online space. Like we have these, you know, it's kind of a catch 22. It's like social media is causing a lot of disconnection because here we are just spending so much time on our phone scrolling. Um, but at the same time, we also have these incredible free tools at our hands mm-hmm. to just go on there and market ourselves and share information and, and be of service to people. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, um, the, the other thing I wanted to talk about in this, like in this direction, is about all the noise. Mm. There is so much noise. Yep, and it's overwhelming with so much content. Like you said, it like we're just scrolling, 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 and there is so many people who want our attention. Um, what's like? How do you like? What's the way that you look at that when it comes to your business mentoring clients, so that you you are not adding to the noise, but you are like you are getting through and. And uh, you're being, you're being heard by the right people. Like you can give us like an over, like a broad kind of high level overview. Of, yeah. Of well, you see it. I
0: mean, I think that this is important where like your niche comes in. It's mm-hmm. important to know who is that person that you really want to help and support and work with. And, you know, some of my clients know exactly and others don't, like they have no idea. Right. And so, and that's okay, but You still need to go out there and and just, (coughs) sorry, you just need to go out there and share something. Mm. Just share something. It's like, you know, um, posting information and just sharing content, you'll start to get an idea of who the people in your community are and what they really want. Right. So the
1: response.
0: Exactly. So instead of posting nothing because you don't know who your niche is or who your person is and who you want to work with, like I would say some of the students know exactly. And some of them, even though they don't know, they have an idea, they have an idea, um, or they have like multiple niches. So they're not really sure which way to go. And so I just say, great, well, pick something and just put it out there and let's just see what happens versus doing nothing. Just do something. Like, let's just try something. Um, and then this gets them used to, like, posting and engaging. Mm-hmm. And it helps build their community. So I hope that kind of answers yeah, the question. Yeah, so, but- so it's
1: really, like, you have to risk yourself being seen. You totally. You have to be willing to put yourself um, in the presence of other people. Yes. And and, and be of service and add value. And uh, let me let me know what you think about this. Because a part of me constantly thinks of how... You don't necessarily choose your niche. It chooses you. Mm. And the more action that you take and the – you just work with everybody, right? If you're a nutritionist, if you're a coach, work with absolutely everybody and eventually you'll see. Like you'll see who nurtures your soul, who nourishes your heart, who responds the most who is deeply impacted. And when you see them so profoundly impacted, it actually moves you at your core. Totally. And eventually, like, the universe reveals to you who your niche is. One. Because you could be in a vacuum and say, oh, this is how old they are and where they live and where they're at. Like, this is is who it is. And then you're going to go out there, and you're going to talk to just those people when, maybe when you start out, like, just help as many people as possible. Yep. And eventually you'll start to parse out like who it is. I mean, that's how my approach was.
0: Yeah. And you know what? That was my approach in the beginning too. Yeah. Just help everybody. Yeah, it was because first of all, I didn't, the word niche, I didn't even know what that meant. Like (laughs) that wasn't even in my vocab. So back then when I first started out, it was, I'm going to work with everybody. I'm going to help everyone. I was working with kids and with men and with women. And it was through that process that I realized, okay, I don't want to work with men. Okay. I don't want to work with kids. And then,
1: well, a lot of people get scared of that because now you're making the pool smaller.
0: Yes, I know. They really, really do. Um, and you're, you know, this is kind of the thing. This is why I do the one-on-one coaching. Like, yes, I'm going to teach you about your niche and and help you to understand that and get clear on your customer avatar for sure. But we're also going to get on a call and we're going to have our own one-on-one time because you're not like everybody else in, in the program. And whereas someone knows exactly yes. who they want to work with your journey will be different from them because you don't know your niche. So let, let me help you structure something. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, um, yeah, I have some students that they, they're in the process right now of just, um, like they have friends and family that's coming their way and asking and asking them to, to get supported. They have some, um, coworkers Mm. that are like, Oh, I know you do nutrition now. Can you help me? So I'm like, great. Go and take them on. Like, why? Instead of focusing on your niche, let's focus on what your packages are and how you're gonna you're gonna price yeah, them. Like deliver yeah, them. Yeah, let's just the let's focus on that. And then and it's now through this process of elimination that you're yeah. gonna figure out. Okay, here's who I want to work with, and here's who I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's and that's fine. I think that there's a lot of coaches out there that are like, you must know your niche, and it's like some people do, and some people don't. So it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you shouldn't move forward.
1: Mm -hmm. Don't let it stop you. Totally. Don't let it stop you from just serving and delivering the value. Right. Absolutely. Um, I want to see if you can touch briefly on essential oils.
0: Oh, I sure can.
1: Because I, um, so doTERRA essential oils Mm -hmm. is, it's one of these powerful tools that, you know, Janet and I have been like really immersed in in the last year. And it's like, I carry a pouch with me uh, like everywhere and I'm using it all the time. And it's so nice to like clean the house and, um, you know, like roll, use the roll-ons and diffuse and like use it for so many different purposes and just know, like there's so many benefits. It smells incredible. Amazing. Like people, like I've I've actually been at the counter and a guy came up and leaned forward and he just like, (laughs) hold on a second why do you smell amazing? Like, what is that? And I was just, so, and, and it's amazing the conversations that get started from it. I know. And not to mention just like all the healing benefits from it. Um, so I would love to know kind of like how your like, like what your kind of view is around it, how you're using it, how you're sharing them and the value that you're getting from them.
0: Awesome. I love this question. So I've been ordering doTERRA oils since 2014 and, I, you know, I signed up for two reasons. I signed up because I wanted to start using essential oils as part of my healing routine and my health and wellness and well-being, And I also wanted to build residual income on the side. And when I first joined, you know, I just, I didn't really get that support that I really needed mm. because as an essential oil newbie. I had a ton of questions. I had a ton of questions and I wanted to implement the oils with my clients and whatnot. And so I just didn't get a lot of support in that area and which was fine. I just, I continued to order the oils and use them for my own personal use for many, many years. And um, back in, I think it was 2017-ish around that time, I kind of hit this point in my business and with the oils too where I was like, okay, I'm ordering so much right now, but I'm not implementing the way that I know I truly could or um don't mm-hmm. have don't have a mentor that can really help me in this space. So I actually stopped and um my account went inactive for a little while and then um when I saw Janet sign on and really get involved and she was learning, I was like, "Oh my god, she'd be she'd be great." So she really kind of re Inspired, reignited. Yeah, reignited yeah. and re-inspired me to really get back into it, and so, um, so I did. And it's this, it's this time around, so cool, where I've really dove more into the knowledge of it and really understanding of like how powerful they are and how I can truly integrate it for my health and my hormones and with my clients, and so. Now I literally like use it as a routine. Whereas yeah. before I might just like diffuse some here or roll on a little bit it's here. Cause it and smells then, good. Yeah. Just cause it's but then nice.
1: But then now you have knowledge of like, there's purpose oh, yes. behind it. Yes. There's reasons to use certain things.
0: Absolutely. And-, and they are, you know, many of the oils, they're, they're way more powerful than you can take in, in, in a supplement. Um, you're really using plant medicine. And so for Mm -hmm. myself, I have now like such a routine around, you know, using frankincense in the morning, um, diffusing oils around the house, you know, different oils that we might diffuse in the kitchen versus like the living room or the bedroom. Um, I use some incredible oils that help to combat inflammation and support digestion, which is so key for thyroid. So, you know, I, um, oils are so incredible for supporting women's health and hormones. Um, and so I use a lot of yeah. oils specifically to support my thyroid health and, um, my immune, my immune health as well. Um, and then I also have like the little veggie capsules where I kind of make my own blends and put oils into the veggie caps. Um, I have different roller wow. blends. Yeah. So it really,
1: co- It complements so much of the work. That so doing. much,
0: so much of the work.
1: Look yeah. at the timing, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's amazing how the timing works. And, you know, I think it was around this time last year where Janet was getting just going so deep yeah. into her own healing because she had so many issues um, with her back and her breathing. And because of, like, not getting any answers anywhere, tests, scans, all this stuff. And she just had this intuitive feeling that to go f- to, to use these oils as her yes, tool. I know. And it was like months later, all these symptoms started just they just vanished. It's amazing. And then she was just like, like we were talking about it earlier. You know, we have our own journeys, and we get so inspired by the process that we went through. We want to go and share it with others. Yes. I mean, I've never seen her be this dedicated, this focused, this committed. And then it's it's so awesome. Like her going through that process. It was like you got to see. Yes. And have that be reignited re- inside of you. Yes. And amazing. then now it's t- now you're like it's time. It's time to yes. understand and learn and like look and for really it. share. Wow, yes. yeah. so
0: cool! Yeah, so I love it so much, and it's it's also one of those things too where it's like I don't just want to pop supplements all day, and I know I can get the support in mm. other ways from oils. And to be clear, it's not like they're the magical thing that's going to solve anything. But they're an incredible healing tool for people to have in their, in their toolkit. Um, and they work quickly, like, especially when, you know, for women and, and hormones and cramps and your oh, cycle, like, oh my God, just Clary Sage is incredible. Like 20 minutes later, your cramps are con, you know, mm-hmm. using vetiver oil for sleep. Like
1: yeah, vetiver on the bottoms of your feet, will just knock you yes. the hell out. So if you want to rest well and have like really great sleeps, yeah that that and then even like lavender um like being diffused like it's just those things where i find that because it's a scent yes and you walk into the room it just triggers certain kind of emotions and ways of relating to the scent and the feelings it's like oh totally i turn this on when it's bedtime like like you can just hit a button or, like, put on an oil and it's like, okay, here's my self-care routine. Here's the, here's the process that I'm going to go through to unwind and, and make sure I rest really well so that tomorrow, um, you know, I'm I'm re-energized.
0: Totally. Yeah, so it, it
1: adds so much.
0: It does. It does. It adds so much. And, like, now it's just, it's literally like, okay, I have this showing up. What oil can I use? You uh, know, yeah. I was around, you know, friends and family and everybody was sick last week. I came home and put oregano and tea tree on the bottom of my feet, put my socks on, you know, um, I did it with gay tan too. I use them on my, uh, on my nieces. I have uh, my one girlfriend who's amazing with aromatherapy and she, um, she uses it on her kids for like when they have fever and it's incredible. She has this entire process that she does on their spine and how like in 20 minutes it just lowers their fever. And so it's just amazing. And I, I just love using them for personal use and, um, They've also been really, really great and profound with my clients as well.
1: So I want to ask you a couple more questions All before right. you wrap up. Let's do it. Okay. What does a cheat day look like oh. for Samantha Gladish?
0: <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So a cheat day might be something like... Uh, or
1: a cheat meal. I don't know if you yeah, have cheat days. Yeah. I wouldn't even
0: say it's necessarily a cheat day. Like Gayton and I definitely have a a date night pretty much every week, or we try to have like a a date night every week. And so it kind of varies in terms of where we go. Sometimes we go to, you know, we're really conscious of the restaurants we go to anyways. We always want to eat really good quality food. So, um, there's some really great restaurants uh by our house that um, you know, do some sometimes it's vegan that we go for, um, where you can just get like a bounty full of like vegetables and just so many great dishes. Um we might do like an Indian night, um, or like an Italian night. And there's some again, really great places that do like gluten free pizza. Mm. Um, you know, and a cheat might be like, okay, I eat the gluten gluten free pizza, but you know, I have a little bit of dairy on it, um, and, and you know, and uh, may, maybe I have a glass of wine, which is rare, which is really rare. Um, my typical, if I am, am going to have a drink, I typically have like sweet vermouth on the rocks. Um, oh wow, yeah, it's so good. It's like kind of a di- digestive bitter. Really, it's so delicious, and so that's typically my go to because I find wine can often give me like a headache, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We went, there's this amazing sushi place by us and the chef is, he's an incredible chef and all he does is, so he doesn't actually run the business. He just strictly works in the kitchen, makes the sushi and um, he, cause he used to have his own spot. And then, um, he got so tired of actually doing the business because all he wanted to do was focus on making sushi. And so these customers, these guys that used to come in and see him all the time, his name is Simon. He used to come in all the time and see him when he was closing down, they were like devastated. So they opened up a restaurant just for him and they only are open from Wednesdays to Sundays from five to nine. And literally it's, you know, it's not, yeah, it's not cheap, but we go there for sushi and we just do like chef special and he just makes us
1: like – You just take yeah, what he makes. He just
0: we just take what he makes. And um, like literally some of the fish is by the time it's literally – because it flies here from Japan. By the time it gets here from J- Japan, it's prepped and it's served. It's like 24 hours later. It's the best Whoa. experience Ever. Is that
1: where we're going? Ever, yeah, <laughs>
0: is that where we we're going next we need time? to go there. Okay, we good. were just there last I week, and it. I was like, I know Oliver would love it here. You're so me it right is now. incredible. Um, so you know, it's it's things like that. It's about so- sourcing out restaurants that are really focused on quality. That's really what it is for us when it comes to kind of like a cheat meal. Yeah. So yeah, sushi, you know, Indian, Italian, like it doesn't matter as long as you know we can get some good gluten free options. If they can do organic, that's an extra bonus. And
1: and. They have to be able to cook better than you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally. It's like when you I cook know. so well, and you I have know. your own cookbook, and you you know, you have your own recipes all over your website, and um, every meal that I've had one of, like, like of yours, and recipes that I've, like, me and Janet have used of yours from some of your programs, um, it's just like this is so good. And then sometimes I go out and I'm just I like, like, I can make this um, at home. I can make this better. Totally. Like, what am I doing? So I feel like, yeah, if it's a cheap meal, it's going to be like better than. Sandwich.
0: Yeah. It's got to be I, something I wouldn't like. I don't typically cook, cook, cook Indian. I don't typically oh, cook yeah, yeah. sushi. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's stuff I wouldn't make. Yeah, so. I'm lot of sushi. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to roll sushi. <laughs> totally. Like, okay. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: What's, what's a new self care habit that's been blowing your mind?
0: Mm, that's, Oh, uh, our infrared sauna
1: oh yeah yes
0: so we got an infrared sauna so we moved into our house in end of april and um one of the the first quote-unquote pieces of Furniture (laughs) that we got was an infrared sauna. So that has been my new self-care routine. And so what I do is I I work out in the mornings, and when I'm working out, I turn it on to heat it up. And then after my workouts, I jump in there for about 20 or 30 minutes. And um, yeah, so I use it it about three to four days a week. Okay. Yeah. And that's my new, that's kind of my new routine, and it is wonderful. I didn't really use it that much in the summer because it was so hot. But now that the weather is changing, I'm like all for it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What's your favorite essential oil right now?
0: Ooh, that's a great question. Oh, that's actually an easy question. DDR Prime. What's that? DDR Prime. Oh, my God. Janet has not told you about this oil?
1: That sounds unfamiliar to me. Yeah. So
0: it's a combination. It's a blend of different ingredients. Um, Oh, wow. I can't even – I don't even know all of the ingredients in there. I want to say lemon peel – Frankincense resin it's basically a blend that is amazing for cellular support and for mm-hmm. mitochondria um, your mitochondria so i love it it wow. is so great for your immune system most oils have on like some antibacterial benefit to them right mm-hmm. so it's just so wonderful i actually take it internally wow. and i mix i do two drops in a veggie cap and that's my
1: Okay my i'm going to look through our kit now
0: It's amazing <laughs>
1: What is something you believe that other people think is crazy?
0: Oh. <laughs> what is something I believe? Um That's a great question. Probably you know that you have the capability to heal. There's I know that there's a lot, there's a lot of skeptics out there. Like even even my family, for example, you know? It's they're the hardest to convert and I'm mm-hmm. in no um I have no desire to go and try and convert them. I'll let them be on their own journey. But yeah, we we really do have the capability to heal to heal our bodies.
1: What is something that you do that the people around you think is impossible?
0: Hmm. Probably honestly, alcohol. I I rarely ever drink alcohol. <laughs> it's true. And it's such a thing of like, wow. let's go out. And what do you mean you're not drinking? Yeah. Like that's, that's yeah, like in social it's a social, it's, and... it's a big social, um, like it's just part. Yeah. It's part of being social. Right. Uh, so that's, that's probably a really big one is like, what do you mean you don't drink alcohol? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a really big one. Um, watch TV. That that can be a big one. I don't really watch TV. Um, I don't know. I feel like you might know something that I, you could probably pull something out that I'm not even thinking of. Yeah. So that's what comes to mind right now.
1: If I went up to one of your clients and asked them about you, what would they say? Oh, What do you think they would say?
0: I think they would say she is incredibly knowledgeable. And she's a really good listener. You will be heard.
1: Mm. 10 years from now, what's the unspeakable, crazy vision that you see for yourself? Wow. Like the insane, I don't even want to say this out loud. It just sounds so... (laughs) Crazy. Yeah, so crazy, (laughs) but I can't stop seeing this in my future.
0: Okay, so... I I do think about this. I do think about like, what, what will it look like in 10 years? So I think I will have written multiple books for sure. There will be multiple books, multiple cookbooks. And I will, in my sort of nutrition space and with my nutrition business, I, I think there will be a transformation there in terms of kind of stepping back from one-on-one coaching and doing things in a, in a much bigger way. So what does that mean? Like speaking, you know, speaking in front of like larger crowds, like impacting, Ooh, honestly, you want to know the number that just came to mind right now? It was (laughs) 50,000. Yeah. That was the number that just came to mind right now. So I'm just going to go with it. So speaking in front of, you know, larger crowds, being a keynote speaker at, Mm. you know, bigger events, Um, so speaking and writing, that's kind of what I see from the nutrition realm and, um, especially our online programs, you know, enrolling just so many more women into those and expanding our team. You know, I have a coach right now on our team as well that also works with our coaches. So expanding our team so more coaches can come on board and we can support and coach more women and really grow our, our group, our, our online group programs and, um, and really scaling the, the business mentorship program in terms of. Where more of my time might be spent with coaching, I think in the future it will go towards more supporting other practitioners and supporting online service providers in really growing their business and um, and so scaling and and really growing that and reaching more students and enrolling more students through that and mentoring through them, mentoring them through that. Um, and yeah, that's that's kind of from like a business perspective. I think you know I also think about things like our house. Like we just moved in here. So it's almost hard to envision not being here right now. Right. But I do know that, I I want to live on the water. I want to be like up North have kind of like a, a cottage home Mm. and my backyard be on the lake. Um, I envision that for sure. And just a lot more travel, just really being able to expand my team and, and have more women uh, on the holistic wellness team and, um, and spending more time traveling and exploring.
1: What is the most important question you've asked yourself in the last 90 days?
0: Ooh, the most important question. Wow. You and your questions, man. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm sure I know. Or it could just, just be
1: think... a question that you've been sitting with, that you, like, you've been asking yourself.
0: You know, there's been there's been this big sort of contemplation around how am I even being impactful, like given all that is going on in the world, I think about like, you know, people who are going hungry. I think about climate change. I think about gun violence, like just all of this ridiculousness, this hell that is like literally going on all over the world. There are moments where I'm just like, is what I'm doing enough? Like, really, is it enough? There's so people need help. And it's not just from a nutrition, you know, standpoint, which I, which I really, truly believe is such a big catalyst for people to make a change is, is your self care. Like it so starts there, but like, it's just like, how, how do I make a bigger impact? Yeah. That's the
1: question. (laughs) You can call up. The version of you from ten years ago mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and give her three pieces of advice, and don't say, "Oh, I'm not going to change a past, I have no regrets, <laughs> blah blah." blah. <laughs> right Like, okay, that's fine, because it got you to where you are. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to give that younger you advice,
0: <laughs> Invest in marketing and business way sooner than you think. <laughs> Yes. Um, Don't worry so much, but more so like, don't worry so much what Mm. other people think. Yeah. Just don't worry about it. That's a big one. You can't people please everybody. And I feel like you've asked me this question before and I know, I know what I said. I know one of my answers and I'm actually going to repeat it because it is so true is that you You were always good enough and to just like really own that. Yeah. I think that's what I said last time.
1: <laughs> Tell us where we can find you.
0: Of course. Well, you can find me on
1: Instagram. You're so moved by that.
0: <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram oh, at holistic wellness foodie, and uh, over on my website, of course, holisticwellness.ca and to grab the new book, head on over to hormonesolutionbook.com and pre order your book, The 30 Day Hormone Solution, and grab all of your free book bonuses.
1: Oh my God. Yes. I am so freaking excited for you. Thank you. And I feel like this book is going to just transform. Like, I'm sure it's already transformed your life, but once it gets into people's hands, it's just going to rock people's world oh, like, like they're, they're just going to be blown away by it and um you've put so much hard work put so much soul into it like for so many so many years and i i have a sneak peek into a lot of the behind the scenes <laughs> yeah you know i know the kind of hell that you've gone through and the, you know the things that you've you've faced and the things that you've broken through um like your persistence your resilience, your vision, your action taking, um, your willingness to be bold and ask for more from the universe, from others, from yourself—it's just—it's a huge source of insp- inspiration for me and Janet, um, and I know like so many people around you uh, look to you for that for that guiding light. So I acknowledge you and, and I celebrate you for you. like all the amazing work that you've been doing, are doing. And to all the magnificent possibilities that are about to open up because of this book. Thank you. Congratulations.
0: Oh, that means so much. I seriously love you. Thank you. Love you and too. your support means everything. So thank you.
1: Thank you so much yeah. for coming onto the show.
0: Thanks for having me. It was so great.
1: Hey, guys, before you take off, I just want to give another huge thank you to Samantha Gladish for being with me on the show today. She is such a huge source of inspiration and wisdom for me, and I trust that you gained some incredible gems from our conversation together. Her new book, The 30-Day Hormone Solution, is now available where books are sold. You can go to holisticwellness.ca to order yourself and those you love a copy of the book. And if you aren't already, be sure to follow her on Instagram at holistic wellness foodie and make sure to tune into her top rated podcast, the healthy hormones for women podcast. And if you heard something that gave you an aha or a quote that you know someone else might get value from screenshot the show, share the quote on your feed and be sure to tag Samantha and I in it. As always, if you got value from the show today, be sure to subscribe so that you're updated on the latest episodes of the show. And you can also help us out with a five-star rating and review over on iTunes. Let's stay connected. If you want to follow me at Instagram, you can find me at Oliver Manolis. Hit me with a DM. Let me know your thoughts on today's episode. And that's all for now. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. And we'll be back with you soon.